Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Community Matters. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Happy Sunday. Hope all of you are having an amazing morning. And we are starting the morning off really right with my next guest. He is the mayor of the city of Miramar, which is one of the most... He's going to tell you the, the stats, like the... It was right. Oh, he'll tell you in a minute. Mayor Wayne Messam. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. How are you, Super Cindy? I am awesome and really happy to have you here. What was Miramar rated again? The third biggest or what was it in the state of Florida? Or am I making this Well, up? we're the 13th largest city now in the state of Florida. Yes. Uh, that's out of 400 and I think two municipalities now. So okay, uh, I'll Miramar take that. is no longer <laughs> your grandmother's and mother's Miramar. We are a full service, full fledged. City and um, packing weight. Yes, Yes. I hear that. And let's talk a little bit because you are here specifically for a specific event that is going down in the city of Miramar. But we're going to, before we head into that, let's talk a little bit about the growth of the city of Miramar. Um, You had a state of the city address um, about a month ago, I would say. Mm -hmm. And it was absolutely amazing. I hosted it. And let me just tell you, I unfortunately do not live in the city of Miramar, but I'm really thinking about relocating to the city of Miramar with, you know, your presentation, your PowerPoint, explaining what's going on within the next 10 years in the city of Miramar. So why not speak a little bit about, you know, the growth of the city of Miramar, what's happening, the things that the people who are not residents could want to reconsider not being a resident like myself and the things that the residents look for, can look forward to because it's a lot going on and congratulations on all of that. Thank you. Yes, uh, Miramar is a city um, that's been on the rise for some time now. Actually, in the mid-2000s, Miramar was uh, one of the fastest growing cities in the country, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, um, South Florida knows Miramar as a um, very um, linear city. Um, our east border is 441 and then we extend all the way to the Everglades, um, mm-hmm. to U.S. 27. And uh, we've grown um, a suburban community, but we have a very healthy and vibrant um, economy with a a large uh, corporate profile. Mm -hmm. Uh, The city of Miramar, uh, after the census 2020, which is a shameless plug to make sure everybody is counted, um, we are now, we will be approaching about 150,000 residents. We have excellent schools. We have over 40 parks. Uh, Miramar has more Fortune 500 companies than any city in the tri-county area. Uh, primarily because of our location. Um, so the listening audience um, knows Miramar is a, is a city that um, has um, wonderful homes, um, a diversity of options of homes to live, wonderful schools, uh, places to go for recreation. We have a state-of-the-art amphitheater at our regional park, um, a band shell in East Miramar, and a very vibrant Miramar Cultural Center at mm-hmm. Town Center. So um, we're very excited about the prospects of our city. What we're doing right now is um, redeveloping East Miramar, which is known as Historic Miramar. Uh, we're putting in over $190 million in infrastructure uh, where we're putting in um, new water lines, sewer lines, stormwater drainage. We're building a new police head substation in mm-hmm. East Miramar. And um, and with because of that, um, redevelopment is taking place. We have some affordable housing units that are coming online, and we have other developers that are looking at areas in East Miramar. Um, one of our challenges is providing more uh, workforce and affordable housing because yes. mostly everything in Miramar 
Myanmar is market rate. So yes. some of the uh, some of the listening audience may say, "Well, I would love to live in Myanmar, but things may be a little pricey." So we're really working with developers to see how we can um, solve that issue. The city of Myanmar does not have a a CRA, mm-hmm. um, which um, some cities do to kind of help subsidize many developments that could make available more affordable housing. So we're getting creative in how we're bringing those units on board. You know, when I was preparing to host the State of the City um, address that you gave, I got to speak to a lot of the residents of the city of Miramar, mm-hmm. like face-to-face at yes. the Publix on East Miramar, the yeah. section that you were just t- speaking about. The two things that you mentioned were two of their biggest concerns, which was the drainage problem, because mm-hmm. like it floods and you're fixing that part, and also like the growth of the city with affordable housing. And like for you on your own to bring it up when I know exactly what the what the neighbors um, in the east part of Miramar were addressing and for you to bring that up, that's really important and shows a lot about, you know, your what is it called? I'm, I'm like, I just got a brain fart, like your your council, your people, the, the yeah, connection with the community and knowing yeah, what they want and you your know, team that. Yes. Yeah. The council people mm-hmm. and all that. Well, when I first um, was elected into office as a commissioner in 2000, yeah, your we um, that was something that that I knew just as a resident that um, during the time when Miramar was really exploding, a lot of central and west Miramar was really developing, mm-hmm. and um, obviously that's where most of the investments were going, private investments into yes. those areas. And while on the east side, uh, many of those neighborhoods had not seen any significant uh, infrastructure improvements since the city's founding and when the, those um, utilities were put in place, mm-hmm. um, so. Um, but as our green fields are being developed, uh, we are shifting more to redevelopment efforts and to ensure that all of Miramar has the best infrastructure. Uh, we just uh, put in a brand new water treatment facility in East mm-hmm. Miramar. So our neighbor, our residents in the in the East have um, one of the most advanced water treatment facilities and have the purest and cleanest water perhaps Hello. in America. Um, so we're really proud of that. And uh, when I was elected mayor in 2015, I was committed to putting in a long-term plan and vision for East Miramar and the rest of the city and it's great to see all of this coming to fruition. How long are you allowed to be mayor? Like can they just keep going forever if, if they elect you? Well the city of Miramar we do not have term limits. We Hello? have a four That's year awesome. uh, four year four year terms. I was just reelected uh, with eighty six percent of the vote in March. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm in the first few months of my second four year term. Um, my predecessor was in office for twenty years, sixteen of that being the mayor when I was elected in 2015, I was I became the first black mayor of the city of Miramar. Okay. So um, doubt if I will be in office that long as my mm. my, my predecessor. Um, Is your but, wife like no? <laughs> <laughs> but I, are your twin daughters or yeah, son so, like uh, dad? So no. I do do want to um, have some priorities I want to see to completion. But my my I think the legacy of my administration will be the fact that um, I ushered a very controversial. Well, some folks made it controversial um, revenue bond during the recession mm-hmm. um, when there were a lot of foreclosures throughout the country mm-hmm. um, and the uh, anomaly that Miramar faced was that we were still growing even though the economy was bad our population continued to grow demands on our civil services continued to grow however property values were um, were decreasing um, throughout South Florida and uh, there was no way that we could raise taxes on our residents yeah. you know, even though we needed more resources to provide the services for a growing 
growing population. Exactly. So I proposed a revenue bond based off of some developments that we knew we were coming into the city to pay for our brand new police headquarters that we now have, mm-hmm. to pay for the amphitheater that we now have, yes. to pay for the police substation that we now have, mm-hmm. as well as a fire station that we have that freed up resources for us to begin the process of putting in the stormwater drainage systems and mm-hmm. water systems that we're putting in right now. Mm-hmm. So um, so because um, I know that my legacy is because I um, stood forward to push that, even though some members of the commission did not agree with that and mm-hmm. many residents didn't um, agree with that. But uh, but now we are reaping the benefits of that. And it, it, it served as a catalyst because the public and the, well, the private community, especially developers, saw that the city of Myanmar was investing in itself during a very difficult financial time. Mm. So they began to say, okay, well, what's going on in Myanmar? Myanmar is centrally located. <laughs> and now when you come to Myanmar, you see all types of developments taking place. So, um, And now what I'm focused on now is what will Myanmar look like 20 years from now, 25 mm-hmm. years from now? Yes. You know, today we have more Fortune 500 companies in any city in the Tri-County area, but I want to make sure in, in 2030, in 2040, um, that we are still in that number one position. That is challenging our land property owners to make sure that we have the type of facilities that these corporations need to have to be successful. Uh, There's a lot of new corporations that are disrupting many markets. Mm -hmm. Like an Amazon was just an online bookstore just 20 years ago and now they are perhaps the world's largest company right now um, Mm -hmm. and um, and have really changed the game in terms of um, buying (laughs) services, delivery and logistics and now uh, we need to ensure that Miramar is still positioned. So a part of that is ensuring that our residents and our youth are are um, trained and have the, uh, the skills to be able to keep South Florida and Miramar as an attractive place for corporations because it's more than just moving here. Corporations need talent to bring their hire. goals together. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we have collaborations with higher ed institutions like um, FIU, mm-hmm. Broward College, as well as some of the uh, vocational um, teaching institutions mm-hmm. to uh, provide our residents and the region with the appropriate um, skills so that they can be ready for the, not only the gig economy, but the new economies that will continue to drive this world. Awesome. And you know, another speaking of awesome, what's also amazing too, is how when you're driving through Myanmar, those 500 companies, those Fortune 500 companies, mm-hmm. you see like where there was no warehouses now there's warehouses mm-hmm. and then when you see the signs going up like wait a minute they're here and do-. like yes. it's really amazing like from the turnpike to 75 like all that you see the growth of the hotels coming yes it's just a lot of building and a lot of growth which means job opportunities for residents that are nearby that can work right up the street and be able to go home within 15 minutes. And like you said, Miramar is centrally located from Dade and Broward, airports, everything. So it's so such a convenient city. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So and then by being a centrally located city, we know that our residents don't necessarily want to have to go to downtown Miami, Hello. downtown Fort Lauderdale <laughs> Traffic. every weekend, you know, yeah. um, and nothing against, um, you know, our neighboring cities because they have great attractions, great mm-hmm. restaurants and places to go. And they'll always be available to our residents. But we want to make sure that we have things near our homes, near our cities where we can go. We have a lot of young families and parents don't necessarily want to have to drive an hour away. 
you know, to go out and in an hour back, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so it's little things like that to make sure that our residents can um, have the amenities that they would like to have a well-rounded community. And speak a little bit about the development that they're building right there in that empty parking lot that's right in front of the, the Cultural Arts Center. Yes. Like, that's going to be a central location for entertainment, restaurants. Yes. And that I'm looking forward to. That's right at Town Center. Um, <laughs> yes. those in the Those in the listening audience who may have either visited City Hall or attended an event at the Cultural Center, that's mm-hmm. the parking lot right across um, City Hall. This, it will become a mixed-use development. Um, the related group is the developer. Um, For that um, project, it will have retail on the bottom as well as um, living units um, on the top with the Mm -hmm. parking structure as well. So it'll bring, it'll complete Town Hall. That's the last development block (laughs) that is remaining, and Mm -hmm. it will um, bring a great element to Town Hall, uh, bringing a lot of energy uh, to Town Hall, and we're looking uh, forward to having and continuing to host many events there. It's kind of like a downtown Miramar. Yeah, Mm -hmm. awesome. And then speak about the park. You also spoke about the growth of the park, like um, Miramar Regional Park. Every time I hear like a big festival or something going on, and I look at the flyer or I hear the commercial, it's at Miramar Regional Park. That must feel awesome because a lot of the festival people ran out of places to go because um, Bayside changed, that the amphitheater changed, mm-hmm. and all the, the where all the festivals were. A lot of them are coming to the to the Miramar Regional Park. Speak a little bit about the growth of that park. Yeah, the Miramar Regional Park is a 170-plus acre regional wow. park. And <laughs> it has ball fields, soccer fields, um, swimming pools, splash pads, and we also have um, a corporate pavilion there. We're building a dog park on site as well. Oh. <laughs> and we've built the South Florida's only covered amphitheater. Hmm. Um, and because weather is is questionable sometimes. Yes, yes, you <laughs> but know. it won't stop anything this time. Now. Exactly, <laughs> you know um, the the outdoor festivals in South Florida. If you notice, typically take place around this time of year through perhaps Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's at risk because yeah, of the no. rainy season. So, um, but basically, um, it's a covered amphitheater. The capacity is about 6,000. Under the canopy, well over 3,000-plus individuals can be there. And it's a full-size um, stage. And the amenities are great. There's, there are no porta-potties. Um, we actually have <laughs> real restrooms, and the ladies love yes, that. Yes, hello. Um, we had the first annual Creole Fest, um, which was a two-day fest. It perhaps was probably South Florida's largest international concert that took place wow. there. You know, we had some notable artists like Conscience and Afro B were performances Hello. and they've already signed on to bring it back next year. They awesome. did a great job with that event. So what's so great about that event, it brings all the genres, yeah. you know, from soca to reggae to uh, compa to all nationalities. And they have it in October during Creole month. Mm-hmm. So it's a great event. And just a couple of weeks ago, um, the Grace Jamaica Jerk Fest was at Miramar um, Amphitheater, and yes. it was a sold-out event. was a great event as well. Um, did you have jerk ice cream? That jerk ice cream. <laughs> had everything did you try jerk. it, though? No, I did not try it. I actually was one of the <laughs> chefs competing. Oh, you could 
What did yeah, you mean? Yeah, so um, I competed against Cat Core from the <laughs> oh, reggae that's, that's uh, third world. They, uh-huh. They're one of the performers, and I was victorious. The Hello. judges select select our dish. The thing, you should have brought your trophy or your award. Yeah, I should have brought it. I should have brought it. So, but it's the greatest to call a quick fire cook off <laughs> between. Um, they're invited celebrity chefs. You don't know what you're cooking. You just get a basket, oh, 30 minutes, whoa. and the uh, only requirement <laughs> is you can use all the Grace products there, but you have to use jerk. Oh so, my God! So what did you end up? What was in the basket? And what well, did you in end our up basket, uh, we had boneless chicken thigh. We mm-hmm. had a sweet potato, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and. Uh, pita bread mm-hmm. and green plantains. Okay, so what did you end up doing? Well, I ended up um, ended up making cutlets out of the chicken thigh, uh-huh. uh, seasoned it with jerk and some other seasonings. I'm not going to tell you my okay, your secret, secret recipe. recipe. <laughs> so, yeah, so. But I uh, boiled the sweet potato, boiled mm-hmm. the green plantain. Mm-hmm. I made um, a mashed sweet potato mm-hmm. with plantain, plantain mix. And then, yeah, so, and, um, and um, with the pita and presented it. And mm-hmm. it was really challenging because you had to season, cook, and prepare Present, Like the, the presentation dish. Yes. has to be. It can't be like if you're in your living room, just throw yes. it together and eat it yes. in your kind of way. is known to be a really good chef and I, I didn't think I was going to win but uh, it was really close though. how I super cool off, so, yeah. I gotta google it and see the pictures and everything oh, yes. so speaking of super cool let's talk about this 2019 third annual aviation expo it's happening Saturday December 7th community day from 9am to 3pm it's open to the public it is a free event what exactly is an aviation expo for those that aren't familiar with what that is well you know as you said uh, next Saturday December 7th at the Miramar Amphitheater again. Hello. We are having uh, the third annual uh, Aviation Expo. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the background on this event is basically it's everything aviation. Miramar mm-hmm. has a very large aviation business sector. Okay. We have many companies that um, service both airports and airlines by repairing their aircraft. Oh, okay. So from the seats you sit down on mm-hmm. or the engines, um, from the cockpit, the instruments in mm-hmm. there. You never think about these things At when all. you go flight, but um, they when they build these aircraft, they don't. They're just like a car. Their parts wear maintenance out. Maintenance. They need and maintenance. Everything. So, so um, we have many companies like that. Um, Broward Co- College um, at the. Miramar Branch Library on the third floor is their school that teaches individuals on how to be air traffic controllers. Wow. And uh, they have a capacity of 100 students, and some semesters they only have 30 students. And Whoa, we got to bring awareness to and that. And that's why we created the expo. And these are, you know, in, in little as four years, you can be making six figures as an air traffic controller. For every pilot that's hired, it creates 500 jobs. Mm. So as I stated before, you know, we have these wonderful companies here in the city of I am destined and I am committed to ensure that our youth are aware of these career opportunities. Aviation is a sector that literally leaves no kid behind. You can be a genius and become an uh, aeronautical engineer mm-hmm. or pilot. Or let's say you just may be interested in being a mechanic. But instead of fixing a car, why not fix an a aircraft? Hello. So, And <laughs> we can teach you how to do that. We have the colleges here to teach you to do that. We have the companies here that you can take tours 
to see their facilities. And we transform the amphitheater. We do it in conjunction. Well, our sponsor, main sponsor is Spirit Airlines. It's okay. headquartered in Myanmar. Okay. Um, along with Comcast. And um, we have the uh, Richard P. Hall uh, Foundation mm-hmm. uh, that teaches kids on STEM. And we just have, uh, with, with these sponsors, we transform the amphitheater. Mm-hmm. Um, Broward County Aviation Department, which is Fort Lauderdale International Airport, they'll, they'll build a ticket counter where you'll get your ticket. We'll have a security checkpoint where you go through the security checkpoint. The TSA part. Yes, and then you get a chance to meet pilots. Uh, there'll be drones. Uh, your Broward, Broward Sheriff's Office will bring one of their choppers, and you can go inside and sit inside the chopper. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have engine parts. We'll have flight simulators. And the cool thing about it, we'll have flight schools there. We'll also have... Um, um, the companies that repay our spark. We have participating companies mm-hmm. that showcase their business to show what they actually do. Awesome. So um, the there's a on December 6th, it's a field trip day for local area schools. We'll have over 2000 kids mm-hmm. at the amphitheater. And then on December 7th, it's the public day and it's open, open to the to entire everyone. community. It's free of charge uh, right at the Miramar Regional um, Libraries. I mean, Regional Park is mm-hmm. where the uh, where the amphitheater is, which is 16801 Miramar Parkway. Yes. It's barely a quarter mile west on I-75. So yes. when you're coming north or south, <laughs> exit Miramar Parkway and go west. And you'll see it on the right-hand side. You'll see the regional park. You'll see our nice digital marquee mm-hmm. there. And um, we're just really excited. And, and what I like best about it is I ran into a couple of students, mm-hmm. um, some young brothers, who attended the first, mm. the first Aviation Expo as seniors. And because of that expo, there are now students in the— It's sparked. And there are students now in the Broward College— um, air traffic control program, you mm. know, and they will, you know, they'll have a great career ahead of them, you know, a career that they probably would have never, never thought imagined. about. You know, so we want to make sure I, these companies know that the future of aviation is strong in Myanmar because the city of Myanmar is investing in their industry so that they know when these kids go off, whether they go to get a vocational training or go off to college or serve mm-hmm. in our armed forces, they can come back to Myanmar and raise their own families and work at these very companies. And grow. I think it's so amazing because a lot of the times, because our community and our children are not exposed to different outlets and different things, they tend to want to do the same thing. Nurse, doctor, Mm da-da. And nothing wrong with that. But I think like a lot of those young people feel pressured to get into one of those lanes when they really don't want to do it. And like an event like this, parents, it's for all ages. Like for an event like this, and these kids really have no clue what they want to do, this could spark something within their brains and be like, hey, I can do that. And they get hands-on looking at how the business works, how the companies work, what it is that they actually do, because mm-hmm. they've never even thought about it. Like, you know, we just sit in the chair and the plane and take off, and yeah, it's going to land, God's will. But, like, never think about the process of how that plane got there is okay to fly to your exactly. destination. Yeah. So this is amazing. It's the 2019 Third Annual Aviation Expo. Again, it's happening Saturday, December 7th, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., Open to the public, a.k.a. all ages, and it's free. So it it could even be like even if they have no interest in this occupation or whatever, it's a fun day for kids, fun day for adults to see how it even works. And you won't have access to things like this on a regular day. It's a a (laughs) great trip for a family outing. It's free. 
and you'll just be amazed in terms of what is in this industry. So, um, you know, and, and I'll just bring this uh, component to the discussion is, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about the disparities in our society and we talk about, you know, well, we should have a $15 minimum wage and all these things are important. But I think if we invest more effort and resources in exposing our youth in STEM careers mm. that they can excel in, we we won't even be talking about fifteen dollars an hour. You're talking folks that. making thirty, forty, fifty, sixty dollars an hour. Okay. All because they were exposed to an opportunity that they never knew existed. existed. And that's what we want to do because there are thousands of jobs, thousands of opportunities in this field. And we're just talking Myanmar in South Florida. We're not talking every if you think about this is the same scenario in every major market that has mm-hmm. a major airport. Yeah. They need these same services. So, um, so a, even if you, I mean, we'd like you to stay within the city of Miramar yes. and bring your education back here, but you can go worldwide with what you're going to learn. Exactly. Hello. So I want to thank you, Mayor. The number, if you want information, you can call 954-602-3198. Again, that's 954 602 3198. And where can they follow the City of Miramar's movement? So there's a Facebook, Instagram. I know you guys yeah, have if you all of go, that. If you go to uh, Facebook or Instagram, mm-hmm. you can go to Facebook and just search City of Miramar. Yes. Um, you can search a Mayor Wayne Messam as yes. well. And you can follow get, his yeah, movements. So. He's really athletic and in, so. in good shape. If you're eating something that's bad for you, you'll feel guilty. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> yes, yes. So you can follow me on Twitter at, at Wayne Messam, yes. Instagram at Wayne Messam. And we'll keep you informed um, about all of our great events. And I'll be remiss if I don't thank our sponsors again, the Miramar Park of Commerce, Spirit Airlines, Comcast, the Richard P. Hall uh, Foundation, Broward County Aviation Department, Vex Robotics Competition. I didn't talk about that part, but there's Mm -hmm. a concurrent um, robotics uh, competition with Broward Schools. Um, Robotics teams, over 26, will be scrimmaging while the um, expo is going on. So, and Broward County public schools so we're just really excited about these sponsors and mm-hmm. their and their um, support of this very important effort all right i want to thank you city of miramar mayor wayne messam stop by again make sure you check out their third annual aviation expo for you and your entire family very interesting your girl super cindy community matters 99 jams